Well, hello there. I hope you're having a really good day. Yes, you have tuned into Healthish, the daily podcast from Body and Soul. I am Felicity Harley, Australia's goat paddler, Jess Fox. Did you watch her scoop gold in Tokyo and dance around the living room? Okay, perhaps that was just me. It was an amazing race. Well, three years on, she is on her way to Paris and she joins us today, fresh out of the water from training, to chat about how she keeps on going, showing up time and time again and competing. If you do like what you hear from Jess, make sure you listen to Extra Healthy-ish where she discusses how to nurture a winner's mindset. You can search for that wherever you get your podcasts. Jess, nice to have you, well, back. It's been a few years on Healthy-ish. Thank you. Thanks for having me back on. A lot's, a lot's changed, but a lot has stayed the same as well. <laughs> well, you've got a few more medals, I think, since we, and a few more titles to your name since we last spoke. But yeah, in the, you're back on in the lead up to another Olympics, four months to go. How's it feeling? Yeah, it's uh, super exciting. It's round, round four for me this time, a fourth Olympic Games. It's kind of still a bit mind-blowing to wrap my head around, um, but it's, yeah, definitely exciting. The countdown is on and, um, yeah, I'm so looking forward to being in Paris and, yeah, seeing that atmosphere again. Obviously, Tokyo was a bit different um, with the pandemic, but Paris should feel like those games that we remember and that we imagine. Mm, yeah, let's hope so. What keeps you going back? I mean, I feel like I actually I was thinking when I was just thinking about questions for your interview I think I sh- we shot you in the, your very first Olympic Games when I was at Women's Health back in the day, and I think we did a photo shoot with you before the games. Actually, I can still visualise the um, the picture. But I feel like every like it's you're a bit of a glutton for punishment. You keep going back. What keeps you going back? Yeah, I think I'm just so enjoying myself at the moment. You know, I just love what I get to do. It's such a privilege to be able to do what I do. To be able to say that it's that it's my job and that I'm you know still improving and finding ways to improve. Um, so I think what keeps me coming back is that I'm still feeling good and still loving it. Um, it's not easy to to train and to compete um, and to spend a lot of time away from home, but it's also such a wonderful thing to be able to do at this point in my life and I feel very lucky to do it. So I guess, yeah, I'm still feeling competitive. I'm still hungry to to see what I can do and the 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 dangling carrot, I guess, is the Olympic Games is always such an incredible experience to be a part of. Um, so, yeah, that's what keeps me coming back. I mean, I think I've read I've read a few people have asked you this, but I need to ask you, obviously, this Olympics carries a bit of weight. I mean, you're, you're going in as the favourite, but your mum competed for France in Atlanta when you were two, which was, it's amazing for back then, mm-hmm. you know, compared to how yeah. far we've progressed yeah. in women's sport. Where, where does this pressure, do you feel any pressure around this or, you know, how do you feel about this? It's just a amazing story, I guess, you know, thinking back to mum having me and then coming back into the sport and qualifying for the games and then winning winning a bronze medal in Atlanta for France and then now heading back to the games and, and we're wearing green and gold, you know, she's, she's coaching me. Um, she's part of the team and I'm heading to a fourth game representing Australia, but still that French connection is there for sure. And it's something I'm very proud of, you know, my French heritage and um, the fact that family and friends will be able to 
see me compete. Um, you know, they, I have family in Marseille in the South. Um, I have some family and friends in Paris as well. And I think, you know, they don't often get to see us compete. So it's, it's going to be extremely special to, yeah, be part of that festival of sport, of culture in Paris and um, to be part of that knowing, I guess, that I was born in France is really special. It doesn't really add pressure in in the sense. Um, it's more just I'm, I think it's such a beautiful story and um, for our family it's really special. In some ways, you, when you talk about it like that, it almost lifts you up. You know, it's more empowering knowing that you have this support network around you in France. Yeah, in a way, for sure. I mean, I, I sort of know who's going to be there. I don't know who's got tickets yet, it's, <laughs> but I assume they're going to be there or, I, or at least I'll feel their energy. Um, my grandma has been banned from coming because she gets too uh, stressed and excited oh, and I love that. Uh, emotional. So she'll be, <laughs> you know, locking herself in her room, um, waiting for a call from someone to tell her what the results are. But, um, yeah, I think for everyone else it'll be really lovely and um, I – I, I think it does lift you up and it's something that a lot of athletes missed in Tokyo, you know, not being able to have family and friends there in the crowd. Um, a lot of people had planned to travel and, and obviously we couldn't do that. But I think we were still able to transmit that joy, that mm. um, emotion and in intensity of the games through the TV and through the broadcasting and into people's living rooms. So I, I still believe the storytelling and the magic of the games gets um, transmitted well uh, for yeah. those who aren't able to be there on ground. I mean, you had your mum obviously in Tokyo, but does it make a difference when you have fam family and friends there compared to when you don't, when you're competing? Well, I think it, it's it's lovely knowing they're there. I tend to, you don't really have a lot of time to see them or um, hang out with them. It's more so, you know, a quick hello at the end of the race. Um, but knowing the support network is there is really lovely, um, knowing that you might be able to have a hug at the finish line and, and spot someone in the crowd is really special. And like I said, the atmosphere is so different, you know, whether that's family or whether that's just the general crowd, the atmosphere um, of having a crowd at the Olympics makes it such an elevated experience compared to any other race that we do. So uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Now, when you search your name on Google, it come, you are the greatest paddler of all time. You're only 30 in June, only 30. I mean, aside from God <laughs> Paris, what's next? Like you have achieved so much in such a short time. Do you look to life after paddling or do you just, is really just your sole focus on the Olympics this year? I think uh, definitely the focus is narrowing in on the Olympics this year, but um, I feel like I've had an amazing career and I'm feeling really proud of that. I, I don't often reflect on it, but I guess when you get to 30, people start to ask you, what have you learned, you know, in your last 30 years? What are the things you're proud of and what do you reflect on and what are you celebrating? And I do feel so lucky to have um, achieved and experienced what I have in the last 30 years in in my career so far, but it doesn't feel like I'm, you know, ready to stop yet. So uh, it's definitely not the end in Paris for me. Um, I feel like as long as I have potential to improve, that's what I love and that's what I crave and, and chase is that challenge. Um, but, yeah, I think my dream as a little girl was to be a world champion and an Olympic champion and I've – Managed to do You've that. So that. anything from here is a bonus. Yeah. yeah. What's next? Is um, it yeah, LA so is next, isn't it? After Paris, LA. Yeah, there's LA, and then there's Brisbane, and yeah, obviously. Can you hang I'm on to Brisbane? Life after 
Oh, who knows? I think if, <laughs> I think as you as you get to um, the later stages of your career, you just go year by year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you evaluate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as long as the body's feeling good, uh, we'll see. But I think also, you know, as a female athlete, you have to think about. For me, I'd love to have a family one day as well. And when you're an athlete who uh, whose focus is Olympic, you know, we sort of work in those Olympians. Mm. Um, you've got to time that, and that's really challenging to do. And I know a lot of female athletes struggle with that. Um, so, you know, eventually that's something that down yeah. the line I'd love as well. And then I'm also studying at the moment, um, which, you know, will obviously go on the back burner around games time, but finishing my MBA will be the next goal and eventually, you know, work <laughs> in some way. Um, so first Olympics, and, and let's just worry about the Olympics. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. The next yeah. four months, five months are important. <laughs> yeah. No, Jess, thank you so much for coming on Healthy-ish. Thank you. Oh, Jess Box, what a legend. Good luck, Jess. We hope you bring home that gold, but hey, no pressure. If you were inspired by this chat, make sure you rate and review it. Or, of course, you can subscribe to this podcast. That means you will know exactly when we drop a new app. Anything else, head to bodyandsoul.com.au. Actually, you can see her Body and Soul print cover on our website. Follow us on socials, grab our print edition, which is out in your local Sunday paper. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.